Hi everyone and welcome to this Payments Podcast. I'm Dara, an Evolve Placement student at Simmons & Simmons and today I'm speaking to a financial services regulation partner here at the firm, Oliver Irons, and a supervising associate in the same team, Gordon Ritchie. Um, they specialize in payments and also recently came back from Money 2020, the largest global fintech conference that took place in Las Vegas. Oliver and Gordon will tell us a bit more about Money 2020 and about the work that Simmons & Simmons do in payments. And they will show us that actually what happens in Vegas does not really stay in Vegas. Hi, Oli and Gordon. How are you? Hi, good, thank you. Yeah, pretty well. Um, should we start by, maybe you can tell us a bit more about who you met at the conference and um, who you actually went there with? Sure. Um, I'll go first on this one. Um, I mean, Money 2020, as you said, is yeah, a global event focused on payments and financial services innovation. So um, as part of our sort of wider strategy of looking um to expand into the US um, with the opening of the Silicon Valley office um, earlier this month. We thought, you know, we had a lot of clients over in the, on the West Coast that we haven't seen for a long time. So it was a perfect opportunity to go and show our face at Money 2020 and really meet a lot of people that we were going to go and see anyway in one place at the same time. And um, it's, really, it's really a trade fair. Um, so there are 8,000 people at this one. But pretty much everyone in the payment space uh, is represented there. So lots of people to see. They're all very much in sell mode. Um, There are lots of talks around the side of it as well. A lot of it focused this time on things like developments in crypto, but focused more on payments now around Web3 and again around embedded finance. So really, we were out there um, to go and you know hear what's the latest developments were um, a few of us spoke at the the Amsterdam version of Money 2020 earlier in the year, um, so it was actually quite nice to go and sort of listen and uh, see what everyone was was up to. But um, main focus, like I say, was really to go out and then see the West Coast-based clients and really pick up on the the contacts that that Emily Jones has from her previous experience out in California on the uh, that side of the US. Just to be clear, Emily Jones is the, the head of the um, Silicon Valley office that Simmons has just opened. Yep. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. And what about you, Gordon? How how did Money 2020 look from, from your side? Um, it was, yeah, a great experience. As Oli said, we're um, a lot of speaking to potential clients and also um, sort of law firms as well, the US-based law firms that we're trying to build relationships up with as part of our sort of international um cooperation and collaboration that we do with a number of counts around the world to help us with products that we develop around um, regulation. Um, so one of the things that I've been heavily involved with over the past year has been Crypto Reviewer, a product that we've developed that uh, does sort of cross-border uh, regulatory analysis uh, across a number of jurisdictions. Um, and so we were partly trying to discuss this with clients, um, but also looking at law firms for collaborating on that as well as um, to feed into the, the US side of things and also where they might have clients that are looking at um, coming into the UK or EU as well, that this sort of product might be helpful for as well. So um, we did quite a lot of chatting about that with people, which was, um, yeah, really helpful. 
Interesting. Um, and actually very good that you started talking about uh, products and kind of innovation in the industry. I was w- wondering from what you saw at the conference, what do you think the major trends for, for the near future in payments are? So I think the thing that stood out for me was the is the stable coin and um, yeah, the merging, I guess, of payment services and crypto. So as I mentioned, my focus is quite heavily on the crypto side of things. And uh, this, I think, is definitely going to be a big, a big thing for 2023 is going to be this um, bringing payments onto the blockchain and using stable coins to facilitate cross-border payments, especially. I think that will be, um, yeah, a big, big focus for the next year. Um, yeah. yeah, we've got a lot of developments coming down the track in the UK in particular. So there's, there's Mika obviously coming that will cover it off for the EU. But in the UK, we are working on a, a one of the first digital sterling pilots um, expected to go live in the UK that will basically sort of leverage the, the sort of stable coin infrastructure. So there's lots of things coming on that front. Um, but there's a lot of innovation in the payment space. I mean, a lot of the trends that were sort of coming out from money 2020 in the summer and the one in the US um, is around, you know, digital wallets and the continued move away from cards, um, uptake of alternative payment methods. So things like stablecoin and looking at the practical application that that will have, how this all fits together with open banking. um, And then really sort of, as I mentioned before, the embedded finance and the embedded payments innovation sort of really developing more methods for creating and embedding payments into a sort of seamless experience for users um, is really where a lot, I think, I think the focus will be over the uh, the next 12 to 18 months. Sounds good. Okay. And now that we've looked to the future, can we, can we look back and maybe discuss a little bit what kind of deals you've been working on for the past year, what kind of clients, um, maybe just the highlights of the year, if it's too much. <laughs> sure. So um, we've looked quite a lot of um, e-money institutions and their sort of uh, on-ramping of fair crypto firms. That's something I've been involved in the payment side of things. Um, launching of cards and things like that as well, which are linked to um, crypto providers, which has been pretty interesting. Um, and then, yeah, as we've said a couple of times, the stable coins aspect as well, we're helping some firms build out that, that side of things, the tech and the, um, the regulatory angles for, for the stable coin development. Okay. Um, and what about you, Oli? What have you been up to? I mean, same as Gordon, really, in terms of the work on the, the sort of crossover between regulated payments and crypto. Um, but obviously, there have been a few fairly significant developments over the last 12 months. So, you know, the consumer duty has been a sort of really busy area for us. I think a lot of firms looked at the consumer in, in the payments and e-money space, looked at the consumer duty as something that they didn't really need to engage with until fairly late on. So there was a lot of people suddenly realising that they were very much within scope as the FCA really sort of made it absolutely clear by changing their guidance sort of quite late on that payments and e-money firms were very much within scope. So a lot of work around, you know, scoping out the impact for people and um, taking them towards implementation and now working again on the actual implementing um, of the plan that they put in place at the end of October. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Alongside that and the, the stable coin work that we've mentioned already, um, a lot of work as well with 
payment uh, institutions and e-money institutions who are really dealing with the FCA's new focus on making sure that you have a real grounding in the UK. I think a lot of firms have got very used to having a slightly more relaxed approach from the FCA. And we've obviously seen them focus a lot more on the the payments in the e-money sector over the last two to three years. But post-Brexit, I think the FCA are now very much focusing on making sure that your grounding is here, that you are adequately staffed and resourced and are targeting the UK market. And a lot of firms are actually finding that they're having to pivot back to the UK almost um, and really sort of address the FCA's concerns across the business. So that's been a, a, a sort of huge driver of work for us over the last 12 months. Wow. Okay. Okay. Sounds like it's been a busy year and um, we're definitely looking at another busy year. So maybe the holidays will come in handy for some people <laughs> to take some time off. <laughs> but um, thank you both for, for being here today and for um, giving us more intel about what happened in Vegas and in the firm for the past year in payments. Um, it's been really nice talking to you. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dara. Yeah.